Hello all and welcome to the Sochi 2014 Winter Olympics. As always, I'm your announcer, Reginald Crumpington. It's already been an incredible day for the athletes. Just as before today's event, Sven Kramer set the world record for men's 500 meter speed skating. A miracle on the ice to be sure. Shortly before that, Valerie Maltas from Canada snatched the gold and Olympic record for women's 1,000 meter speed skating. Later on tonight, we'll be heading over to a new event, women's ski jumping. Though that will have to wait for tonight's main attraction, the event we've all been waiting for, the finals for team figure skating. And here with me to provide color commentary, frankly at the insistence of the network, is American UFC color commentator Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh my god. Joe, I take it you don't watch much figure skating, and I must say I'm quite perturbed since I've called this event alone the past two Olympics. That said, how are you doing? And more importantly, the question on everyone's mind, what do you expect to see on the rink tonight? Thanks, Reggie. My chicken coop just burned down, so we built a smaller chicken coop and the coyotes got them. Can't win them all. Oh, <laughs> Here's what else I know, Reg. Russian contestant Yulia Lipnitskaya has the potential to become the youngest Olympic gold medalist in figure skating under modern rules. There's an awful lot of pressure on the 15-year-old to perform a masterpiece, and frankly, she has the capability to do it. I think racking up triple axles, triple toes, with a double lutz into a sow cow can help her out, and her amazing speed and poise can bring it home for the Russians. However, close on their tails is Caitlin Osman from Canada and Ashley Wagner from the USA, each with their own intricate routine patterns and full programs. Good lord, Joe. I must apologize. I thought you knew nothing about this sport. It's okay, Reginald. We each contain multitudes. <laughs> I happen to know a lot about skating. You know what else I know? What's that? This event is boring. So, so boring. I want to rip my arms off just being here. But don't worry about that, Reg. I checked, and I can't rip my arms off. I did, <laughs> however, call in some favors, and all I can say is tonight is going to be a must-watch. Eloquent and brash. Just like you mentioned before, Yulia Lipniskaya is beginning her routine now. Let's see what she has in store for us. Ah, skating to one of my favorites from Johann Sebastian Bach. Okay, boy, send him out. What was that? Uh, nothing, just enjoy the show. Good heavens, a brutish man in full hockey attire appears to be entering the rink. Yulia, run! Get out of there! <laughs> oh, no. But she can't, Reg. The routine's already started. If she stops now, she'll be disqualified. What have you done, Joe? Yulia is continuing her pre-planned routine at the urging of her coaches, though the man is in hot pursuit. Welcome to the suffering Olympics. Brock, say the line. Yulia, you're on thin ice. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Oh, you are a sick individual. <laughs> Who is a psychopath that sent us that question? Uh, I'll read it to you in a minute. Hey, welcome to the Proctagon. It's me, Aaron, Sean, and Cameron answering Ooh. life's most important questions on a different podcast. On this one, we don't answer any important questions. Nope. <laughs> We're not going to tell you what the other one's called, though. You're on your own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good luck. Good luck searching. <laughs> uh, well, we got we got a barn burner of a question, boys. This one comes to us from Kevin in Lexington, Kentucky. Kevin oh, writes yeah. it. Lexington, Kentucky. 
that <laughs> hot bed of ice skating. <laughs> yeah, you know what they say. There's only two seasons in Kentucky. Figure skating in the off season. Nothing else going on. <laughs> big, big ice skating town, really. Basketball, college basketball takes a big backseat. Huge backseat. Huge yeah. backseat. People forget Wayne Gretzky is from Lexington. <laughs> People forget that. Peggy Fleming, Lexington. Yeah, my boy ain't going to be playing none of that football. He's going to be out there on the rink, work putting in his hours. Your mama done worked her finger to the bones, putting on all them sequins. Now you get out there, boy. <laughs> what I tell you now, son, you better go ahead out there and do them toe raises. Now, do you want to be like Michelle Kwan or not? I said get. <laughs> Kevin writes, dear Bractagon uh, team, I'm a huge fan of figure skating and wanted to combine my two interests. The Broctagon and figure skating. Simple as that. Here's my question. If you put Brock Lesnar on the ice during Olympic figure skating, wearing full hockey pads and given two tiny hockey sticks, could he give each figure skater the worst professional score of their lives? He's allowed to interfere in any way possible. The Olympians must continue their routines to the best of their abilities. Thanks for answering the question, Kevin. Kevin? Thank you for your question. I'm going to get right to the point. Brock, 10 out of 10. <laughs> you, th you think he could stop him from putting up a decent score? Absolutely. Especially if he's got two little tiny hockey sticks. He could just chuck those at them and like... Uh. <laughs> Quite he frankly, doesn't even get on the ice. <laughs> Quite frankly, he might like be able boomerangs. to cut... Yeah, he might be able to cut them in half. I don't know. The sticks are the athletes. <laughs> the athletes <laughs> with the sticks we don't know how sharp they are yeah Kim, i want to draw you buddy 10 out of 10 brock Lesnar's from minnesota he knows how to skate I, he's I just like standing at the middle of the are. rink the whole rink's covered in blood and then the next like contestant from the netherlands comes out like to do their routine, <laughs> <laughs> just ignoring everything that happened before okay well what about take the sticks away do you think that just do you think that he can catch them if they have to, if they're beholden to continuing their routine and everything. They have to do it to the best of their ability, but like, if he's near them, they can scuttle away, you know, they can figure it okay. out. Okay. Okay. Um, then I'll, I'll bring it down to, to eight out of 10, maybe nine out of 10. <laughs> Sean Let me do nine out head. of 10. Nope. Nope. No, nope. Still ten no, out the, sticks, the sticks were not the problem. It was not the sticks. It's 10 out of 10. Each one of those figure skaters is getting F5 if he doesn't get the sticks. The sticks are an act of mercy. Yeah, I, Brock, he grew up on the Canadian border. His wife's Canadian. He knows how to skate. He's very comfortable in the hockey situation. I think he could track down any one of those kids at full speed. Yeah, th this is 10 out of 10 every time. You'd have to put him in, like, I don't know, like cement shoes to offset this being <laughs> okay. a 10 out yeah. of 10. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, that good question. What about uh, take the skates away? He still gets the pads, but take the skates away. So he's just in, like, Vans slip-ons on the ice. I'll tell you what. Go to go to bare feet for me, and I can give him not 10. <laughs> okay. Bare feet, 9.5 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if he's in bare feet... Oh, see, now this is actually very good. All right, so I'm a little bit lost. What what is Brock's objective? It's to make them put up the worst score of their career. Yeah, he doesn't like he doesn't necessarily have to get them on the ground, but 
He just has as to long be as they have the worst score of their career, then he wins this objective. The worst score of their career, and he has to do it for every single skater. I like to think Brock doesn't even move. He just says like really petty and like hard to digest truths. <laughs> He's just in the middle, like hmm, Manikova, your sister's way better, isn't she? Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know. That's why your parents paid for her to get the good lessons. And <laughs> she just bails. It's all just psychological. <laughs> He's just out there yelling at Nathan Shed. Hey, Nathan, Nathan, where are you going to be? Where are you going to be the next Olympics? Dancing with the stars. That's where you're not qualifying <laughs> again. You're not qualifying <laughs> again. Hey, Victor, tell me again. Who won fourth last year? That's what I thought. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Brock's just like a figure skating junkie. Like, he knows all these things. Go get it. Hey, Greg. Greg. You're ugly. <laughs> so he has to do it for every skater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just one skater. Oof. He has, he has to derail the entire Winter Olympics for the figure skaters. How many skaters are there? How many countries are there? Oh, gosh. Uh, that, that's not true. It's just how many qualify. Can you uh, imagine... Every country has to send the figures. <laughs> I'm just thinking about like the guy from Madagascar, like walks yeah, from yeah, one yeah, end yeah, to yeah. the other. He just walks from one side of the ice to the other without falling, and everyone in his section is like, "Yeah, he did it!" <laughs> the Vatican is just like the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just kind of shuffles out. The judges like look at each other nervously. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nine. Yeah, 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 exactly. He just yeah. he doesn't do any tricks. He just skates by the judges' table and blesses all of them. <laughs> <laughs> He's like in his normal clothes, and he has like a really sequined out rosary. And the judges are like, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> "Oh my god, <laughs> figure skating Pope Francis is." <laughs> Something I didn't know I needed in my life. <laughs> wow. I, this is a miracle, everyone. Pope Francis just hit a triple axle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not overly religious, but I'm pretty sure this qualifies him for sainthood. Yeah. The, the first pope to do it since Alexander III. <laughs> <laughs> There's like this rate of tapestry in the Vatican of this pope with skates on that never made sense <laughs> until this time. <laughs> What is this guy's deal? You know, I've been covering this great sport a long time, and the Pope's triple Salcow axle split back there was very impressive. But on the landing, I've never seen anyone turn the entire rink into wine. That's going to stay with me a long time. <laughs> the Pope walking on ice is the second best pool thing for the church since Jesus walked on water. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, Kind of the same thing. Kind of the same thing, <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> He's just over in, like, the little locker room thing, getting ready to go, and they just, like, hand him a bottle of water, but instead of drinking it, he just, like, sprinkles it and baptizes a baby instead. <laughs> <laughs> like a Gatorade bottle? Yeah. <laughs> little squeeze feature. Uh-huh. Uh, listen, say what you will about the pandemic. The images of priests baptizing people with the squirt with guns the water was hysterical. Gun? Oh, amazing. That was hysterical. What? That was awesome. You didn't see that? How did I miss that? Yeah, it was like six feet away, infant water baptisms is just like like super soakers. <laughs> That's awesome. I hope they I don't kept know why it we up. didn't keep No, yeah, you have to keep that, right? Oh, I completely, <laughs> yeah. completely. We're not going back. 
the natural evolution of this is a Catholicism water park. You don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know that you've been baptized until on the way out. You're like, oh, wait a minute. It's the only water park in the world where you feel bad after leaving. <laughs> <laughs> you ignore the lifeguard, but he tells you to walk, and there's like a confessional booth next to the snack stand. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like random countries. No, no, no. I'm trying to think of like Catholic themed water rights. <laughs> Baptismo. <laughs> Coming soon to your parish this summer, Splash Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got nothing. I, I promise you by the end of the show, I will have one. Yeah, just say it at any point. Will do. Okay. I'm not going to beat Splash Wednesday. This freaking <laughs> yeah. Still trying to think of other countries. Doing the skating thing. The Australian guy gets out there and he's just like, No, what, what the heck is this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I have to confess, I'm, I'm pretending to be ignorant. Like two hours ago, guys, I'm dead serious. I was watching a, a documentary on kangaroos and it started snowing on the kangaroos. Whoa. Which is wild because I did not think that they encountered that. Yeah, I guess I never thought about All it. Right. Apparently it's not normal, but every now and then they can get some. Brock Lesnar versus an Olympically trained kangaroo on the ice. Dude, guys, I I have a kangaroo question lined up if you just want to just totally change topics. No, no, no. Follow it where it leads. I would have heard it. I, I disagree I with you, Cameron. Oh, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> How many times out of 10 could Brock Lesnar defeat a kangaroo that has the spirit of Mike Tyson? So, like, it fights as hard as Iron Mike? No, no, I'm, when I say the spirit, I don't mean, like, like, the, the charisma, I mean Mike Tyson is given a kangaroo's body. Oh my gosh. Mike Tyson is inhabiting a male, fully adult kangaroo. How big is oh. a kangaroo? Give me a height and weight. A kangaroo can reach heights from anywhere between 3 and 8 feet and can weigh between 40 and 200 pounds. But also, have you seen them? Yeah, yeah they're, the they're uh, freaky. The Australian red bat kangaroo. Dude, Australian reds are nasty. They look like they're made to box, and yeah. they do box. That's that's how much they are. They look like it. Mm. So you're gonna make this guy six foot two hundred? Yeah, uh, yeah, six two hundred. Mm. But but all of the like reflexes and know how of Mike Tyson. Right, but he's he's still trapped inside a kangaroo's body. Uh huh. Also, they're in the outback. Okay. How much prep time has Iron Mike had? A year. Oh my gosh, a year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, Kangaroo Mike Tyson is going to take over the whole outback. No one can stop him. He's going to build a boat, sail to New Zealand, take that over. Jacinda Ardern's out of power. He's going to go north. All of Asia will be under his domain. If Brock's in a lot of trouble. If Brock doesn't stop him, the entire eastern world as we know it is falling under. All right, if he's been training for a year, Brock is getting three out of ten on Kangaroo Mike Tyson. And that's I, generous. Kangaroos are freakishly strong, but I think Brock's biggest advantage would be knowing how to fight. Like, in the wild, I think Brock beats up a kangaroo, like just a normal kangaroo. Yeah. Like, on a Tuesday. just Yeah. You know. like that's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's cardio to him. <laughs> For all we know, he has a gym of kangaroos that he just trained with. <laughs> we don't know, yeah. Brock Lesnar, like, in the, in the biology hierarchy, he's actually the alpha male of, like, 40 different kangaroo packs. Because he's beat up their leaders. They just wait for him to return. 
<laughs> He's the chosen one. <laughs> That's the only thing that I learned from this documentary. A family, like a group of kangaroos, is called a mob. What? <laughs> what else could it be called? God's most dangerous creatures. They should be called a mob. Brock Lesnar. The beautiful car you drove out on, Land Rover. Be a shame if something happened to it. <laughs> you were coming out here all the way. The male and female kangaroo wake up in the outback shade to find the decapitated head of their pet horse laying in the bed. <laughs> they wake up every morning and eat like gabagool and a salami sandwich and get on with their day. <laughs> gabagool and a blooming onion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cold cuts and walla holla pasta. <laughs> I want you to go send a message to the wallabies. <laughs> <laughs> They've begun to forget their place. <laughs> They've forgotten who is the top marsupial <laughs> in this outback. I'm just picturing like these Australians out there like enjoying a picnic lunch, and the kangaroo mob pulls up and like stops their basket and like messes <laughs> up their blanket, and eats all their food, and the kangaroo turns and is like, "I want you to remember who did this to you," but like the humans just hear like. <laughs> well, I come to you <laughs> on the day of my do- on the day of your daughter's wedding. Oh, even better than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> they carry around violent cases and they open them up, and they're just full of oats and grass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about this then? Australia says. You know what? Forget it. We're tired of sending human beings to the Olympics. We only had that one good basketball year. Let's just send the strongest kangaroos we can. <laughs> what Olympic events could a kangaroo make podium at? I feel like a human would be better than a kangaroo at the hurdles. Really? Yeah, just because you have to like mix. like You've got to do like a gallop run, whereas I feel like a kangaroo does like long, you know, like extended jumps. Oh. That being said, you know what? I'm going to say this right now. I won't even fact check myself. I think a kangaroo, a given kangaroo, could be faster than Usain Bolt in the 100 meter. What? Yes. I think a kangaroo could win gold in the Olympics in the 100 meter dash. Guys, I'm not trying to derail you, but I just got it. Center tube. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? Like, inner tube. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> what are we talking about? That's been bothering me. I said that a kangaroo could beat Usain Bolt in the 100 meter dash and win gold no. for Australia. No. no. That's not crazy. We're not allowed to look it up, by the way. Like, don't don't look up what a kangaroo's max speed is. All we know is that Usain Bolt's max speed is 27 miles an hour. I'm not going to look it up until we all make our choice, and then I will look it up. I'm saying yes, it could. I'm, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say no. Everyone says no. I'm on yes. All right. I also am on yes. <laughs> How fast are... Oh! <laughs> oh, no. It's just a picture of a kangaroo running at you. <laughs> it's just a kangaroo. The same oh kangaroo that's at your front door. Red kangaroo. 43 miles an oh hour. Oh, my God. Whoa. Usain Bolt is not touching him. <laughs> He's not touching him. Okay, how fast is the fastest speed skater? Make your pick. Kangaroo or Apollo Ono right now? <laughs> Apollo Ono. 
here's okay, okay. That Usain Bolt has Brock Lesnar on his team, and Brock Lesnar's job is to stop the kangaroo by any means necessary. He's just he's just out on the court. Is he he's out on the, the track. track? He he can start wherever he wants to. He can start by hugging the kangaroo. He can he can be at the finish <laughs> line. Good. It's just a it's a two person race. Usain Bolt and a kangaroo, and Brock is trying to stop the kangaroo. Brock runs Hun- interference for Usain Bolt. Yep, hundred meter dash. I'm gonna say eight out of ten. For Usain Bolt? Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. That's like a 10 second race. I think Brock can shave a second off the kangaroo's time. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I'll go as far as seven. Just because if the kangaroo gets ahead of steam, he can just blow by Brock. But because they're so heavy. Mm, no, I'm uh, I'm going to six. I'm going to six. I think it's Brock 10 out of 10. Oh, 10 out of 10? Wow. Brock and you say in 10 out of 10. Yeah, wow. definitely. It's a 10-second race. Even the 200-meter, 20-second race, I think I think Brock and Usain win that. Yeah, because he You're doesn't You're telling me Brock to... couldn't stop a kangaroo for three seconds to give Usain Bolt enough time to get across the line? Also, he's not getting to 43 miles an hour immediately. Yeah. I don't know, man. Have you ever seen those things move? They don't need a lot of momentum. They just start going. They are nature's perfect fast-twitch machines. <laughs> You're right, though. If he can start wherever he wants, six is too few. Six is too few. I'm I'm comfortable in the hundred meter dash. I'm comfortable with eight. Did we ever give? What's that? Real, I know. I know. I, we're done. What are our official answers? So so far, we've put out the Zane Bolt question, the Mike Tyson question, and the the Sochi Olympics question. We got we got to fully answer Kevin. Do we all do we all say ten out of ten on Kevin's question? Yeah, I think we did. ten out of ten on Kevin's question. Yes, I'm yeah. going eight. Just because? No, not just because. I I think that I think. They're so fast, I think they can evade them. I don't think they are. I think speed skaters are crazy fast. I think Olympic figure skaters do things fast. I don't think that means they can, like, move away fast. And Brock's on skates too, right? Yeah. yeah. He's a grown man. These are teenage girls. <laughs> I don't know. They've trained their entire lives for this. I don't think So is Brock. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what he's been up to. <laughs> Every time I tried to do the triple axel, I would always fall through the ice. that everyone would be mad at me for ruining the ice skating rink for the day you know how many rinks i went through (laughs) (laughs) he does a doubles competition it just keeps f5ing his partner (laughs) (laughs) all right that's another great episode of the broctagon thank you so much for joining us as always follow us on twitter instagram at the broctagon be sure to come back with us next week we are joined by olympic gymnastics hero ali raisman She's here promoting her new book, Secrets from the Mat. The powder doesn't really do anything. We just put it there in case LeBron shows up. We'll see you next time.